Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we have a great episode for you. A bunch of emails that you all sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. I have a bunch of stuff that I want to talk to you guys about. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Hope everybody had a great weekend, great week coming coming ahead. I, uh, I, I You know what, guys? I'm drinking water. I'm drinking water. Skinny. So skinny. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm going to tell you a little something. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Okay. And here's the tea. Here's the tea. I, uh, I think it was on Friday had seen this video that went viral on TikTok That was like this, these guys on a scaffolding and somebody threw them a pizza pie from the building next door but like up in the air, like on the 20th floor of a building. Right. And I see it and I'm like, well, that's my man. You know, that's my man. And uh, I posted it on my story and I was like, this is very obscure, but, you know, this is my type. Girl, tell me why I get a DM of the guy in the video eating the pizza. And he said, oh, so I'm your type, sir. (laughs) Weird way to propose, but yes. Weird way to propose, but the answer is yes. So I was out when I had gotten that with my friend and I'm like, girl, the guy DM'd me. She was like, no, he didn't. I'm like, girl, yes, he did. Can you even believe? So anywho, I said, how'd you see the video? And he was like, a bunch of my friends follow you and sent it to me. Okay. Snaps to my girls for looking out. So if any of you listening to this are the ones that sent in the video, thank you for your service. Um, so now how many boyfriends do I have? <laughs> 10, 15? What's going on? I'm losing track over here. But uh, you guys, I have so much stuff. Okay, so something really spooky happened the other day. You guys know how I, I always say I think about someone and then I bump into them. It could be someone that I haven't seen in years. Or like I'll think about somebody and my phone rings and it's them. Someone I haven't heard from in forever. Well, the other day I'm walking and I was on my way to Whole Foods and I just like for some reason thought of this show that I used to watch. It was on years ago. It had like a couple seasons, but I really liked it and it just popped in my head. Didn't think anything of it. Whatever. Moved on. I walk into Whole Foods. Who's girl? I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you guess who's standing there in Whole Foods. The yeah. The lead actor of the show. Standing right there in Whole Foods. Sir, what are you doing here? I was just thinking about you. I told my parents that and they go, imagine if you told him that. (laughs) Hey, I was just thinking about you. (laughs) So freaking weird. What is going on with me? And it's getting worse and worse. It's getting more powerful. I swear to God, I'm the girl from Stranger Things. Sometimes I feel like I'm the girl from Stranger Things. You know? I, uh, I went to visit my parents this past week. And, uh, of course we, we had to make the stops. We had to make the stops. I said, I want to go to Costco and I got, what did I get at Costco? I got a really convenient, amazing backpack. That's a cooler. It's Igloo brand. It's Igloo brand and it's a cooler. So you could bring it to the beach, but it's a backpack. So we needed that. What else did I get? I got, um, hello kitty Pyrex bowls. You're kidding because you guys know, I, I collect Pyrex bowls. 
got a whole set of those. And then I got uh, just a bag of liquid IV and they had like a bag of like 30. I'm like, okay, don't mind if I do. And then I got um, some vitamins and stuff like that. Nothing really exciting on that front, but wow, that Igloo, Igloo Brands bag, forget it. Anywho, I was visiting my parents and my mom's showing me this app that she has on her phone. And she's like, she's showing me her profile for the app. And it's like a picture of my dog, you know, picture of her dog, Rusty. And then it says, Ellen, you know, her username. And right next to it is your pronouns. So, you know, people have pronouns in their bio sometimes on Instagram. She, her, he, him. Tell me why my mom's pronouns were they, them. I said, are you non-binary? She's like, what's that? I said, mom, please. We don't have time for this today. Are you non-binary or not? And, and she goes, she goes, you guys know what she said, right? Because she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, somebody must have hacked my profile and put that there. I'm like, mom, nobody's, that's not what hackers do. <laughs> Although it would be hilarious if it was. And my dad's like, what do you mean you put down? What do you mean? How did you not know that you put that down? She's like, I don't know. Somebody, somebody must've done that. She's like, Carly did it. I'm like, girl, please. Girl, please. She's like, I, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't even see that. She probably honestly didn't even realize when she was doing it. Of course. But that cracked me the fuck up. No, because my mom's non-binary Ellen. Then she did a fashion show of all the clothes that she's bought from Shein lately. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Um, so that was really funny. I also got an interesting <laughs> DM from one of you. And girl, I'm sorry, but I got to call you out. I got to call you out. One of you DM'd me and said, Carly, I need your help. The guy that I'm dating... <laughs> The guy that I'm dating is wearing an ankle bracelet. What would you do? Girl, please. And and I'm not lying when I say this. What would I do? I'm not lying in my response. I would shoot to kill. (laughs) Girl, I would kill him. He and that would be letting him off easy. Okay, why? Sir, why as a man are you wearing an inklet? And to me, unless it's like the probation anklets where you're like under house arrest that I could, that I could see that I would be like, okay. But I said, and I know you guys are thinking what I'm about to say, what I asked her, I said, what, what was the material of the anklet? Cause I had to know, I'm like, was it, you know, a leather, was it beaded? You know, that's, what's running through my head. And the answer is the worst answer. You guys, I don't think it could possibly get any worse than this. Do you want to know? She said it was, (laughs) it was white gold. No, not white gold. Girl, white gold for some reason is a million times worse than gold. White gold. I'm sorry. No. And she's still dating him because my girls don't listen to me when I tell them you better run for the damn hills. Because that guy's a freak. Not white gold, not a white. Imagine a magic girl. 
imagine you go home with a guy, right? And things are getting, think one thing's leading to another. You guys know how you always say, oh yeah, one thing led to another. And then, and now I'm pregnant. <laughs> okay. One thing's leading to another. And he takes his, <laughs> he takes his pants off. He takes, he takes his socks off and girl, what's under the sock? A white gold anklet, girl. I, I would, I would say my Uber's here. My Uber's here. Stop. If a guy wore an anklet, I would be like, okay, baby girl. I, I, I don't know what's going on. The baby girlification of that is insane. Oh my god. No, I'll never get over it. I'll never get past it. She said, I made him take it off. I'm like, girl, no. It's the fact. It's not even the fact that you made him take it off. That doesn't negate what happened. What happened was that he, first of all, bought, he bought a white gold ankle bracelet. And then, then he wore it. And some things can never be undone. I don't care if it's, he's not wearing it now. I'll never get over it. Crazy, crazy. I also wanted to ask you guys something that I, I recently I, I kind of knew this for a while, but I recently was doing like a I was thinking about it a lot. How I read this thing that um, up to 70 percent of people, it was like it was kind of like a vague percentage. But from these studies that they did, it was like 50 to 70 percent of people don't have an internal monologue in their head. And that means a bunch of you probably don't have an internal monologue in your head. Like they don't think they, they don't have thoughts going on in their head. They don't daydream. They don't, you know how sometimes like sometimes you narrate what's going on in your head or you'll be doing something and you're like, oh, I got to I got to do the laundry or I got to, you know, go buy cat food or whatever. You're walking, you're thinking you're listening to a song. You have a song stuck in your head. You're, you have intrusive thoughts before you go to sleep, your date, you know, you're thinking about what happened during the day or thinking about what you have to do tomorrow. They have none of that. And that to me is the most interesting thing in the entire world. I don't know. I can't fathom how that works. What? What? Especially me who I, I mean, I'm thinking of a million things at once. So I want to know if any of you guys have that. And I want you to write in and tell me some some specifics on it because I find it so damn interesting. Um, anywho. Okay, guys, just a quick word from our friends over at Pretty Litter. Stop trying to read your cat's mind and get Pretty Litter. This litter changes colors to alert you to possible pet illnesses. So you'll know right away if something is wrong. I love Pretty Litter. My cats, I, I had switched over Uh, because I always wanted to try it. And then I was so excited when they wanted to collaborate with the podcast. So I had switched it over. My cats were perfectly, I was so nervous to switch their litter and they were perfectly fine with it. And it's been such a, um, cause cats are so resilient. They don't really let you know if they're in pain or if they're not feeling well, or if they have some type of a problem. So it's hard to tell, you know, and it's been so comforting to have pretty litter because I don't have to worry about my babies. You know, sometimes I'll look at them and I, and if you have cats, like you understand, like you we're always like, when did you go to the bathroom? When did you last go to the bathroom? Cause I don't even know you guys are so sneaky. 
And then I wonder, like, does one of them have a UTI? Does one of them have a problem? Blah, blah, blah. And I would know because I have Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter helps keeps tab on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash secret to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash secret to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash secret. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's get to these emails, girls. This one says embarrassing story from a gay, (laughs) instead of girly, gay early. Dearest Carly and the Flurry Emperors, I finally have an embarrassing story worthy of the potty. I'm on my way home from a doctor's appointment to get a bad Hemi checked out, crying and throwing up about the whole experience. No. No, not a Hemi. Not a Hemi appointment. I hope you said that to the receptionist when she answered. For background, I'm a gay man who's committed to being a good bottom and take care of my booty hole. Think Kegels, high fiber, diet, etc. Well, as expected by the doctor, who, by the way, looks like an older Mr. Clean, needs to inspect it. First of all, why did I smile (laughs) when he spread my cheeks? (laughs) He then put his index finger inside of me after saying breathe in deep and says, I'm going to insert a scope that will let me see it. Girl, tell me why after he put the scope in, I gasped. No. I gasped and squeezed and the damn I squeezed the damn thing out and said, I'm sorry. I'm just really. (laughs) Ah! I'm sorry. I'm just really tight. No. Literally me. (laughs) As if this man was giving it to me. Please take me to your private island so I can never have to interact with another man again. Anyway, at least there's no complications and it's almost fully gone. So I guess I have that going on for me. Also, the most embarrassing part is that it felt good. (laughs) Girl, please. Oh, my God. Just kill me now. Love you. Kiss right on the lips. Oh, no. Now you saying sorry. I'm so tight to the doctor. No, I can't do it. I got to take a sip out of my 64 ounce stainless steel water bottle. Hold on. Yeah, we're drinking ice water today, girls. Skinny. Oh, my God. That is so funny. You want to know what? Those doctors, of all doctors, I would say, they probably see people in. First of all, you're seeing me in the most vulnerable position. So, you know, I'm going to say some weird shit when I'm not feeling, you know, when I'm not comfortable, I'm like saying the weirdest shit you've ever heard in your life. So they're used to it. They're used to it, but Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Stanley, what's going on? Mr. Tucci is on one today. I don't know what the hell that's about, but okay. We also have, we also have our fave factor. Don't spend all of your hot girl summer chopping veggies. Let Factor do the cooking for you while you keep crushing your health goals. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, delivers nutritious meals straight to your door. It is the easiest way to stay on track while saving tons of time. I love things like this, especially for the summer because the girls are busy. The girls are busy. We're out doing things. And if I don't have fresh veggies, if I don't do like a quick 
grocery shop or I don't have time to cook or whatever, I will just end up eating like junk food and snacks or like some garbage. So I like to have the option of having factor, um, because it's all pre-pepped. It's delicious. You have your options and it's not, um, you know, it's not like junk. So anywho, factor is always fresh, never frozen meals take just two minutes to prepare. Do you believe that two minutes, even hot girls have two minutes with over 34 chef created dietitian approved options every week. There's always something new to try factor meals come in a variety of lifestyle options. So if you're vegan, vegetarian, keto, or calorie counting, there's something delicious waiting for you. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off your first box. That is, hey, if I ever saw a great deal, that is one. This one says, my red flag is that I like men. Girl, same. It's my only flaw. I swear to God. Hi, Carly and the boys. This is for the girls dating men without towels and bath mats. Ugh. I was recently seeing a man who has a washer and dryer inside his NYC apartment, literally right next to his bedroom and bathroom, which is so rare. Yet he sleeps with no sheets, no pillowcases, and has no towels. Bye. He's a Neanderthal. Like, what are we even doing here? There was just this one duvet blanket and that's it. That's the entire, imagine that. And he didn't even make a comment about it. If he had said, oh, sorry, it's laundry day or something, I guess I would have understood. But no, also this man is in his mid thirties. No. And I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I banged this man Mm -hmm. in his bed with no sheets. Mm -hmm. And then I slept over girl sleeping. You remember like when you were like young and you would like sleep at a friend's house or something and they didn't give you a blanket and you would just be like so weirdly uncomfortable the entire night. Imagine that. But you're at a guy's house that you just that just had the privilege of sleeping with you and he doesn't even wrap you up like little burrito. No. Couldn't be us, but yet it is, isn't it? She says, I couldn't believe it. Obviously, he's insanely hot, but what the hell? First of all, send me a picture of him. How are you going to have a beautiful apartment with a washer and dryer, but no sheets or towels? I swear the hotter they are, the worse the conditions. One of the hottest men I've ever been with didn't have a bath mat and only used beach towels. He did not live near the beach. Men are insane. (laughs) And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill of hot men that she would still bang, even if they didn't have bath towels. Ooh, let's see. We'll do that at the end. I'm going to, I'm going to put it on the list. Wow. Not just the duvet out. You know, his mom bought him that duvet too. Like he didn't even buy that. And she was like, you just got to get the insert for it. And he was like, yeah, okay. And then he just, that's the only linen that he has in his entire house. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. The fact you slept there is is really impressive to me. Okay, this one says, help, should I be poor but happy? Hi, Carly. First of all, you're the best and most stylish girly. Oh, thanks so much. But we already knew that. Now, I have a dilemma. I moved to Lisbon. Lisbon. Happy pride. I moved to Lisbon. That's in Portugal. And we get it. (laughs) A few months after living in Brooklyn for a decade. For a lot of reasons, I refused to pay $2,000 plus to live in a disgusting apartment. I was stressed out all the time and my mental health was crap. 
the U.S. is scary, et cetera, et cetera. I love it here, and I'm lucky to be able to keep my job in architecture in Brooklyn and work remotely from here, but it's just so boring. I miss being on construction sites and shooting the shit with crazy old Staten Island contractor men. Okay, first of all, and hot construction guys everywhere, and I'm the only lady, so I get to boss them around. Oh, girl, that's like a porno to me. And going to an office and all that, I got a job offer from an amazing architecture firm here, but they pay less than one third of what I'm being paid in New York. What do I do? I feel like I have it good working remotely, but it's boring and I work New York hours, which sucks, but the pay is great. Or do I go for it and start working here, which makes me excited and happy, but I'll be poor. Like my mans and I will have to move into a cheaper, smaller apartment to survive. I know money isn't everything, but my current gig is fine. What would Carly do? P.S. This man left his new deodorant out and tell me why it's 72 hour protection. Like I know we're encouraging them not to shower, but a whole three days. Should we wake up? Oh my God. Let me see this picture of the deodorant girl. Not the 72 hour invisible dry. Who makes this dove dove men plus care, please advanced. Please 72 hours. Anyway. If it were me, I would want the job that is more boring and gives me more money because you want to know why I would take that extra money that I have that, you know, like that you have the luxury of having a little bit of extra money and I would do something really fun and cool that's like stimulating to me if I'm bored at my job. I would take a class. I would start painting. I would do pottery. I would, you know, take that money and put it towards doing something that you enjoy, that you find challenging and that, you know, learn a new, learn a new thing, learn a new skill. That's what I would do. But if you really feel like you're unhappy at your job, because it doesn't seem like you're really unhappy. If you're unhappy, I would say take the other job. If you feel like you're going to be happier. Um, but that's, that's just me. We also have this one. I'm so excited about fast growing trees. Uh, if killing plants and trees is your specialty, but you want a pretty backyard, check out fast growing trees. Their plant experts have thousands of easy to grow plants, shrubs, and trees for your unique climate that ship right to your door, get customized recommendations for, uh, what will grow best in your area and let their experts that are always available for questions and advice. I really love this because you go on the website and it's curated like suggestions for where you live. So I wish that I had a freaking backyard because I would go crazy on this website because you put in where you live. They tell you your zone that you're in, the climate there and what would grow best. And you get care instructions on how to take care of it. I think it's such a smart idea because if you're somebody, especially that isn't really familiar with, um, plants and, and maintaining a, you know, maintaining plants, there's a lot of questions that come up and you end up buying stuff that probably isn't perfect for where you live. So I think it's such a great idea. They had told me that I could pick something, um, from the website and I got a beautiful plant and it's pink and I love it so freaking much with a 30 day alive and thrive guarantee. Everything looks amazing right out of the box. No more planting random seeds and just hoping for them to sprout, make your mom proud and your neighbors jealous with the awesome landscaping that you'll want to show off. 
Join over 1.5 million happy fast growing trees. Customers go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret now to get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret. Let's see. This one says British boy update already. LOL. Okay. So this is in reference to the email that we got last week of the girly that (laughs) met a guy at a wedding. He's from England and she loves him. And she pretty much texted him and said, please stop talking to me because I like you. (laughs) She said, I just messaged the British boy. Ha ha. We quote unquote started over and have been randomly chit chatting, which is fine. But I'm laughing at myself because what did I think was going to happen next? Like he'd move to America. Obviously nothing will come of this except for some casual conversations. That's not true. Um, So for now, after all that drama, I have a pen pal that I'm completely romanticizing. So I guess that brings up a different question. How do I stop romanticizing? I tend to get really obsessed with men. I don't know what it is. I also have recently gained a massive amount of weight and I'm still getting out of a really dark depression. Overall, my life has not been going the way that I wanted. I think I really liked the attention since I feel 0% confident in my skin lately, which also adds to the fact that I have no interest in dating American men right now. Oh, what is a girl to do? Should I just move to London? No, no. Realistically, I just need to let it go. I just don't know how. Also, I'm the girl who DM'd you asking you if you had armpit hair. You want to know what? See, my, my biggest haters are my biggest supporters at the same time. Cause why did I post a picture on my story and my hair was like, like all behind my back and my arm was out. So it looked like literally it would have, it would have been like eight inches of armpit hair. Cause it was like popping out from, from behind my back. And she DMs me and she says, girl, your armpit hair is so long. Now what I need you to do is relax. And I responded to her. I said, girl, please, please. What was I growing it out for 10, 10, 11 years, please. So anywho, you guys crack me up. But uh, I think when it comes to romanticizing, I know I say this all the time, but you got to you got to have more pots cooking on the stove. You got to be talking to other people, dating other people, and the person that really wants to be with you is going to do whatever to be with you. So it's like, I don't think making a long distance relationship work is impossible, but I think both people need to be 100% in and it has to be even. And then you can date, you can see each other whenever you can see each other. And then you have the conversation later on where you decide what you're going to do. Are you going to move here? Am I going to move there? But, um, you know, I also think I, I would, I also think it's a good time if you're feeling this way, if you're feeling like you're coming out of a depression, which is good that you're coming out of it. But I think anytime I've been blue, um, I've been kind of like feeling like down in the dumps. It takes a while to like fully come out of that. And it takes a lot of self care and, and work to feel hundred percent again or feel 90% again, whatever. So I think you should focus on that. Focus on you. And think of maybe make a list of things that you want to um, you want to change or you want to improve in your life and focus on those things and do little things every day that that bring you some type of joy, no matter how small. Um, you know, confidence is such a killer, man. 
I know women who are just so drop dead gorgeous. And if you don't have that, if you're not feeling yourself, it really fucking sucks. It really fucking sucks. Meanwhile, everybody else is looking at you going, how beautiful is this little, how beautiful is this little girly? So get the vibes up, get the, get, get the confidence up. This one says the pants store has more than just pants. <laughs> hey girl, just to give you some more information about the pants store from the Bama Ru- from your Bama rush obsession. I live in Alabama, not near the university. I'm in Huntsville. Oh, I love Huntsville. Is Huntsville where I'm thinking, what I'm thinking it is. Hold on, hold on Huntsville because, uh, because it's actually really cool. Huntsville, Huntsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did, uh, that comedy club. I think it's an improv. What, what is it over there? An improv over there in Huntsville and the coolest lady I've ever met in my life was in the crowd. And I hope that she's listening to this right now. Cause I want to give her a special shout out. I had done these shows and the, uh, the manager in the club is like somebody, out, uh, somebody out in the crowd wanted to meet you and wanted to give you something. So I'm like, Oh, that's so nice. Okay. And I go out and talk to her. Everyone else had left at this point. She like stayed after. So I go out and talk to her and she worked for NASA because they have a, they have a, um, you know, center there. It's based out of Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. I never even knew that. And she was so fucking cool. She brought me stuff from actual NASA, you know, like merch, whatever, from actual NASA stickers and T-shirts and a hat. And um, I said, what do you do over there? And she must be a genius. I mean, anyone that works for NASA is definitely a genius. But she said she took um, like uh, pretty much. Uh, and I know this isn't what it's called, but like pictures of the moon and recreated them like of the craters and all of the imprints on the moon and recreated them closer to scale so they could like fucking study. You know what I'm saying? It's just like something crazy. But she was like, do you want to come to my house? This is like after the late show. So it was probably one in the morning and I was leaving the next morning. She said, do you want to come to my house? I have a bunch of like prints in my garage and they're huge. And I just want you to see them. And I'm like, girl, if I didn't have to fly out in like a few hours, I would a thousand percent go to your house and go see your moon scans in the garage. But I hope she's listening to this. Please uh, reach out if, if that was you, because I talk about you all the time. I think about you all the time. I'm like, I met somebody that worked at NASA. Are you fucking kidding me? She's the coolest girly out there. Anywho. So she, so she says, I'm in Huntsville. I was at a new breakfast spot the other morning and noticed a pants store across the street from the restaurant. I had no interest in going in because I had never heard of it before. And I said, no, thanks. I have all the pants I need. I glanced through the window, walking to my car. And why was the first thing I noticed? Water bottles. Um, I'm sorry. Those aren't pants or even pants related couldn't be me buying a water bottle from the pants store. So, (laughs) so what now when somebody says, Oh, where'd you get that water bottle? I need to say the pants store, like some lunatic. No, thank you. I will not have a conversation like that. Anytime my water bottle is spotted in public. Honestly, I would probably say home goods just to avoid the embarrassing explanation of they sell more than pants over there. (laughs) Love you lots. Kiss you right on the lips. Extra sugar for my kitty cat boyfriends. Oh, 
That is so funny. Wow. So it's, it's, it's kind of like, and, and if I may, it's kind of like how they call it the Burlington coat factory. And yet there's more than just coats in there, you know, but it is embarrassing if you had something, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like if you have like a water bottle, like maybe like flip-flops, Oh, where'd you get those flip-flops? I got them at the pants store. What? (laughs) That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. This one says, I'm in love with a barber. Uh-oh. Carly, I absolutely need your feedback on this. I'm just going to cut right to it. I've been single for about six months before dating a guy uh, in November of 2022. I didn't do the dating apps, and I don't like meeting men from Instagram simply because I have an oldie fans, and a lot of men that follow me online think I'm a girl who will just sleep with them. Well, in November, a very persistent, very attractive barber had slid in my IG DMs asking me, Uh, to go out. Now, just as an aside, what is it about barbers that makes them so hot? Is it because they are groomed? It goes hands in hand, right? They like wash their hair. We're like, wow, he's amazing. He's gorgeous. And they, and they smell good, right? Anywho, I told him I don't date men off the internet and he begged just one date. And if I hated it, I never had to talk to him again. A few weeks later, we met for dinner and drinks in this tiny hole in the wall in Boston, and I fell in love. After dinner, we walked from the restaurant to a bar where I met his friends in parentheses on the first date still, where after about an hour, he kissed me on the forehead and whispered to me, let's get out of here. I had Ubered to the date and he offered to drive me home. The chemistry was magic between the two of us, and it turned into us having sex in the front seat of his Jeep for four hours. I'm aware I sound like a hypocrite saying I don't do those things. Girl, I don't. I don't care that you did it. I care about the four hours. Four hours? In the front seat? I just know he had a Charlie horse. (laughs) Oh, four hours? I've never been that attracted to anyone in my life. That is such a long time. And I'm going to say this right now. And and if it's illegal, you you can lock me up. You can lock me up. You can put the handcuffs on me, put me in jail. Four hours is an insane. It's way too long. If you locked me in a room, okay, if, if you, if you brought, who, who, who am I going to, who am I going to use an example? Oh, I guess Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If you said you guys are in your apartment for four hours, have fun. I'm locking you in and I'll be back in four hours. By the end of that four hours, you would come back and say, how did it go? What happened between you two? And I would say we had sex and then we watched three movies <laughs> girl, because please. Sex should not be more than seven minutes long. And, and, and lock me up. Lock me up. Me and my friend always laugh about that. It's got to be less than 10 for me. Because I can't focus on something for that long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywho, four hours. Jesus Christ. In the front seat, you had so much time. You couldn't have you couldn't hopped back in the back. <laughs> She says, don't judge me. I, I know I sound like a hypocrite. No, I'm judging you about the four hours, girl. I've never been this attracted to somebody. Can, I, can you send me a picture of him? Let me see if there's a picture attached. No. Jesus Christ. I'm tired even just thinking about it. You probably had a, a couple cramps too. I know you didn't feel good the next day. Anywho. Let's see. Um... 
hold on, I sound like a hypocrite when I do those things. And here I am doing them. But there was something about him that I just couldn't resist. Hey, do whatever you got to do. I'm not judging you. I'm not driving. (laughs) I told him that I had just ended a four year relationship and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, uh, but I don't do hookups. He understood and said, let's just try this for now. He was caring and sweet. He knew all the right things to say, helped me move into my apartment in January, got us hotels to spend romantic nights in. We talked until the sun came up most nights. And for about three months, the chemistry and the intimacy persisted. We went out to dinner one night where the manager of the restaurant came over and told us that she just couldn't help but admire how in love we were. She said our energy felt like we had been together for years. And that night he looked at me and said, let's just do this. It's just you and me. And I was scared. I told him I wasn't sure. He told me to stop fighting my feelings and let the heart want and that the heart wants what it wants until one day the heart, I guess his heart just didn't want it anymore. Two weeks after that dinner, I had asked him why all of a sudden uh, he had changed his behavior and attitude and interest in spending time with me. He had no answer for me, just excuses about being busy or, uh, with work and with family. By the end of January, things were weird. And I was on an emotional roller coaster, which again, I will admit was not like me, but there was something about him that was making me act. So not like me from the first date, um, to the very last time we spoke, nothing about me was me. That should have been a red flag, but I thought I was in love. As you can guess, one day, he just never answered my text. The whole thing went by and nothing. I assumed that he was ghosting me, so I blocked his number and his Instagram and told myself to just get over it. The next day at work, my Apple Watch said I received a text from him. Apparently, just because you have them blocked on your phone doesn't mean you can't receive message on your other Apple devices. Well, I cussed him out and I told him that I was tired of feeling like I didn't know where we stood. He had explained to me that his ex's mom has passed away and he wanted to be there for her. They were together for a long time and went through a lot together and he and they grew up in the same culture and community. So whatever, they were close, which was fine by me. I'm an adult. I'm not a jealous person. And I can understand those things. But why ghost me for a day and then say, I didn't know what to tell you. That seems really suspicious. After about a week of not talking because I was angry and needed space, I know I can be dramatic, so I asked him to give me a few days. When I finally reached out, he told me he didn't want to do this with me anymore. I was devastated and heartbroken. I cried. I drank a lot. I ate my feelings. It's been months. Summer is here, and the warm weather has me feeling feral and ready for a hot girl summer. He messages me on Instagram and tells me that he had a dream about me. Good. Dream about me for the rest of your life. Dream about me for the rest of your life. sorry we ran into each other at trader joe's (gasps) not at church trader joe's is my sanctuary if i've ever dated you don't ever step fucking foot in there because guess what girl that's my happy place we ran into each other at trader joe's if of all places i do finally feel like i'm over him and of course um that's when they want to start crawling back i asked him if my outfit in his dream was cute Like, what did you want me to say, buddy? You broke my heart for no reason after begging me to go on a date with you and begging me to be exclusive with you. I was depressed for months and I'm finally over it. And we run run into each other at TJ and in your dreams. I don't care. I can't care. I know you're just going to tell me to block him. All of my friends hate him. Everyone knows he's not good for me, including me. He went from Mr. Right to Mr. God awful. And it made me feel like I was asking for too much in such a short span of these three months. I guess I just want your reassurance. Love you and the kitties. Girl, I'm sorry this happened to you. 
it's so annoying when somebody is persistent and kind of like in a way promising you things and saying they want to want exclusivity with you. They want to be in a relationship with you. They want to take you out, whatever it may be. And then they just kind of fall off. And I don't like that he, you know, I don't mind that he's friendly with his ex and he's there for her when she's going through this. I I don't mind that at all, but it's, you're right. It's the fact that he didn't tell you what was up and he just ghosted you during that time. Like send me a text and be like, you know, I'm going to be there for my, for my friend, for my ex. And why let you go crazy about that? The whole thing is just like, you want to know what? Let somebody else have him. Let somebody else deal with that. We can't beat ourselves up over things like this because you always look back and you go, but he was so, what did I do? Because he was so good in the beginning and he was doing all these things and he was obsessed with me and he wanted to be with me and blah, blah, blah. Like I must've done something. It's not you. It's nothing that you did. He spared you, you know? That's really what it is. Holy shit, what the hell was that? What the hell are you doing? Stanley, he knocked my freaking vitamins on the floor. Imagine that. Okay. So... This one says needing validation and a shit crappens. Hi, Carly, Stan, the man and Roberto. You're the best. And I giggle at your instant stories and I live for Monday episodes. Oh, thank you. Every once in a while, I'll throw a girl code hunt to bring me back to the good old days. Anywho, I'm curious if you or the other girlies have the same problem that I do because I'm starting to feel like I'm crazy. Okay, I'm about to brag. I'm sorry, but I have been in a wonderful, loving relationship with my boyfriend for five years. We have a puppy together. We live together and talk about marriage and babies the whole nine yards. I just can't shake my lingering jealousy issues that I have from a previous relationship with my shady ex. I told my boyfriend that I do get jealous and he's very kind and understanding. He's one of those guys that's friends with everyone. And sometimes it comes off at least to me as him flirting. I know he would never do anything and he does it in front of me and with people I'm friends with. So there's definitely nothing shady happening. I just can't seem to convince my brain that it's just friendly and not flirty. I feel bad that I keep bringing it up to him and I'd rather get it off, but I'd rather get it off my chest instead of letting it fester. Do you think some people are just naturally jealous and some people don't give a shit? How do I be the girly that doesn't give a shit? And then she uh, sends a shit crap and said, I'll read after I answer this. So you can't allow some shitty guy that you dated in your past to ruin things with your amazing boyfriend now. It's not fair to your boyfriend. And I've definitely been in relationships where I feel like I'm jealous and it's either because I'm insecure in the relationship which it doesn't seem like you are because you're like, he's just being nice and I know he would never hurt me, right? So it's not that. Or I'm I'm feeling insecure about myself. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so toxic not feeling good about yourself. And I look back on times where I was like, that's not me. You know, I can't believe that, you know, I can't believe I was jealous about this or I can't believe I was so paranoid about that. Jesus Christ, I'm going to, Hold on. Let me move this stuff so that Stanley stops doing this. Hey, what the hell are you doing there, buddy? Hold on one second. Okay. Sorry about that. You guys, um, you can't allow this to affect your relationship with your boyfriend now, honestly. Um, and I think that 
I don't know what, I think that you have to just like tell yourself that if you allow this guy who you dated before that broke your heart, whether he cheated on you or just hurt you, or you caught him texting somebody else, you caught him cheating, whatever. If you let him ruin this great relationship that you're in now, um, he wins. Like we can't let them win like that. And your boyfriend doesn't uh, like when I was in this situation, I remember like I, I was feeling like everything was like making me feel insecure or whatever. And I remember going like, it's just not fair to him, you know, because he never gave me a reason to feel this way. He never did anything to hurt me. So I can't, you know, a- after a while, they they just end up kind of resenting us for that. So you just have to be like, no, no, I'm not letting this guy that treated me badly affect my perfect relationship with my boyfriend now. Um, let's see. Okay. Let's see this one. Okay. Hey Carly, this one says FML. Hey, Carly, baby, I need your help. This is my first time writing in, so I apologize if it's chaotic, but I felt the urge to share. It's a long story, but I will try and condense the past month as much as possible. My boyfriend of over five years broke up with me because he said he doesn't know if he sees a future with me anymore. He doesn't know if we're still compatible and things we've moved in too fast. He's turning. Wait, you guys were together for five years. He's turning 26 and I'm 27 and he moved in with me right before the pandemic after he graduated college. I used to drive five hours to see him for the first two years of our relationship. That's not too fast. I think that's the perfect amount of time. I think he's grasping at straws there. This breakup blindsided me because I thought we would be together forever. So hearing him say that um, and not want it to work out truly broke my heart. Side note, he became a personal trainer and I feel like it's been feeding his ego that he's getting in shape and making more money than me. I feel like he's thinking the grass is greener since he's around all these fit Instagram girls at work. Meanwhile, I just joined the gym because I got dumped. It sucks that I supported him while he was a broke college boy. And now he feels like he can just thrive without me. The same week of the breakup, I went through his phone and he conveniently sold an extra concert ticket to one of his girl clients that same week. So I confronted him and said, so you're going to take your client to a concert? And he said he just had to get rid of the ticket and he's not taking her. I also found her Instagram and he's been liking all of her posts, but claims that she's just a client. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he seemed shocked when I told him he couldn't stay with me while he looked for an apartment if we're broken up. Obviously, he wasn't thinking about my feelings and the fact that he uh, didn't want to go to sleep on it was the fact that he just didn't want to go and sleep on his mom's couch. Since he left, I haven't reached out to give him space, but he reaches out every few days to check in on me and always says to call him if I need anything. And when we talk, he's only sad that he hasn't found an apartment yet and isn't sleeping well because of the breakup Uh, and isn't sleeping well, not because of the breakup. Okay. So he's upset that he's in this situation, this living situation, but he's not saying he's upset that you guys broke up. Okay. The last time he came by to get a few things, we watched TV like it was normal and hooked up. No. 
He asked if I had been seeing anyone else like, excuse me, sir. You think I just have guys lined up trying to bang me? I'm flattered, but also what the fuck? We just broke up two weeks ago. That was almost three weeks ago. And now he keeps making plans to see me and canceling. Oh, he said he wants to remain friends. Mm hmm. Cause he still loves and cares about me, but I'm not sure if this is just going to make my heartbreak last longer. Of course it is. I'm stuck between wanting to move on and still having hope um, for us when he's clearly not afraid to let me go. I feel like he's going through a quarter life crisis because I was his first love and relationship. And now he's turning 26 and wants to be free. He told me he started therapy. So I'm hoping he can just get his shit together and realize that I'm the one for him or just cut me off. Girl, you need to cut him off. What are you, what are we doing? You're waiting to get cut off. Another side note, last summer I had a serious mental health crisis and I can't help but think it's the reason why he's deciding to leave me. There wasn't anything toxic about our relationship, which makes it so much harder to force myself to stop loving him. I also don't know if he came back that I would trust him again. I feel so broken. Lastly, we made plans to hang out this upcoming Saturday and I know it will hurt me to see him, but I also want to see him at the same time. I'm such a mess. Am I making myself too available to see him slash should I stop responding when he reaches out? When can exes truly just be friends? Love you so, so, so much. Thank you for reading. I saw your stand up at the Paramount in 2014. Oh, and while having to run to the bathroom multiple times with food poisoning. Oh no, what a nightmare. Well, thank you for sitting through it even though you were barfing LMAO stay fabulous. Thanks for helping all the girlies. Here's some pics of us that I screenshotted from the gram. Okay. Let's see these pictures. Oh no. <laughs> I got to hit my vape for this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I do. <sighs> Just as I suspected. She's <laughs> she's gorgeous. Okay, she's literally gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, amazing. And <laughs> girls, I'm sorry. Listen, I've d- no. No. Oh my god, the way that you were doing charity work and you should get a refund, you, you should get a refund on your taxes for this. Jesus Christ. Girl, you deserve a tax refund for that cuz you were doing charity. You were running a nonprofit. No, not this guy. Stop. Oh, God, you're killing me, girls. You're killing me. This is like the this is like the uh, epitome of a girl that doesn't know how gorgeous she is, because I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, you're this is a prank. Like any woman would look at her and go, wow. She's stunning. (laughs) And then they would go, oh, what's his deal? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry. And I know you love him, but I got to I got to be honest with you guys. Sometimes sometimes I got to be honest. Jesus. Anywho, first of all, he's a he. He's a, you're like, he is moving up in his career and he, it gave him extra confidence. Girl, he's a personal trainer. He's not, you know, John Lennon. Okay. He's a guy that works at at planet fitness. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but we have to put things into perspective here. You're romanticizing him a little bit. Um, I'm going to tell you what to do. And I hope that you listen to me because you're way too accessible to him at this point. He knows that he 
he kind of knows that you're waiting. You're kind of in limbo. You don't know what's going to happen with you guys. You're holding on to hope for him. And yet he's having his cake and eating it too. He still can have access to you whenever he wants. You guys are, you guys hooked up and he's taking advantage of how vulnerable you are. So I hope usually I go, oh, you could try this if you want. I'm telling you to do this. You need to block him on everything. Okay. And tell yourself in your head, I'm going to do this for 30 days, 30 days. You don't it's better to just block him because if you don't block him, you're going to just feel so much more tempted. And there is kind of a freedom to blocking somebody because you're still, if you're just like, I'm just going to ignore him for 30 days, right? You're still kind of like going through the day. Like, I wonder if he's going to text me or they text you and you're like, maybe in a vulnerable, you know, state. And you're just like, I'm just going to answer him. I feel bad not answering him. No, no, no. We're not feeling bad anymore. We feel bad enough. Thanks. Thanks a lot, sir. (laughs) Okay. So tell yourself, block him on everything for 30 days. And that is not the magic, you know, thing of like, he's definitely going to be banging down your door and, and begging to be with you again. But in those 30 days, you need to focus on you, do things that make you happy little. It could be the tiniest thing throughout the day to make you happy. Take yourself on dates, self-care, skincare, good showers, fucking cute outfits, putting makeup on, doing the hair, getting a manicure, whatever, whatever it is. Okay. Treat yourself the way you want somebody to treat you. Because right now you're not doing that. You're treating yourself the way he treated you. And that's not what we deserve. So in those 30 days, that's what you're going to do. You're going to take care of yourself, journal, meditate, all of the, all of the things that we need to be doing right? To keep our energy up and to, and to heal. Because if you're doing this back and forth with him of like, oh, he's calling me every few days and he's checking in on me. He's checking in on you for him. He's not checking in on you for you. He's doing that because he's going, I still want to be in her head and I want to have control over her, but I don't want to commit to her. And I want her to think that I'm thinking of her so that she doesn't fucking move on. And he had the balls to ask you if you've been with anybody else. I had a guy ask me, do you have a boyfriend? I go, I have a football team. (laughs) A boyfriend? Please. I have a basketball team. Don't fucking ask questions that you don't want to know the answers to. And even if it's not true. Or you just go, that's really none of your business what I'm up to. Sorry. You're not my boyfriend. I don't owe you that. Anywho block his ass. And I'm telling you, I'm demanding that you do that. And it's going to be hard because you're going to be wondering, is he trying to get in touch with me? Maybe I should reach out. Maybe I should unblock him just to see if he texts me. No, we're not doing that girls. It's the summertime. We're wearing halter tops. We're not crying over this guy that looks like a, a, a toe. Literally. I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, literally me, literally my toe when I forget to shave it. <laughs> and they always have suspicious facial hair. They have like four, four hairs on there because they can't even grow a mustache. Please, please. Not the guy whose beard doesn't connect. Stop, Girl, we can't, we can't be doing that. He's punching up and you're punching down. Girl, stop. (laughs) 
I can't. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at him because he fucking fumbled the bag. I'm sorry, but let him miss you. Please. I can't with this. I had to hit my vape after that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, what do I got here? Strawberry ice. You, you know, I know that's right. You just gotta, you gotta focus on you. You can write every day, meditate every morning and like say little things that you're grateful for throughout the day. I, I do that all day. And I, I don't even notice it half the time, you know? Like, I'm so grateful for it. Like, even this morning, I'm like making my coffee. I'm like, I'm so grateful that like, I fucking love my Nespresso machine. I'm so grateful that I have this Nespresso machine. Just little things. Get the vibes up. And you'll be good. And you'll look back and go, that's the fucking guy that I was devastated about. You're kidding. You're kidding. Please. The audacity. This one says men continue to exasperate me. Oh, anywho, wait, what I was going to say after the 30 days, you can unblock him. Right. And just see what happens. You don't say I, I, I had you blocked for 30 days, but I think you need those 30 days to withdraw because we don't realize like when you go through a breakup, especially somebody that you've been with for many years and you like you live with them and you have this like you really, the feeling of when you break up is truly like you have the, the flu. It's really like you're withdrawing. That's the only thing I can really explain. I don't know if you've ever withdrawn. Like I remember when I quit smoking cigarettes, right? And I was like up at night, nauseous. Like it was so fucking bad. And I was withdrawing. And now here I am addicted to a USB cable, but what can you do, you know? You have to just give yourself time and, and peace because he's not giving you peace. And, and again, like circling back to what we were saying before, like you, you hurt me and I can't carry that with me. That's really not like you fucked up and that's not my problem. You'll never be able to trust him again. You'll never be able to get over it. You're always going to be wondering what he's up to, who he's talking to, who he's following on Instagram. Do you really want to do that? What type of life is quality is that for you? And I'm going to tell you something right now. They always come back. It's, are you going to be there when he comes back? And the answer is no, because he looks like a foot. Please, not him looking like a foot. Okay, so anywho, this one says men continue to exasperate me. Hello, Carly and the Royal Kitty Cat Babies. I would like to start this email by saying that I reached my breaking point with men. Carly, tell me why an ex of mine that I have blocked on virtually everything. See, see, she gets it. Just found me on LinkedIn and sent me an unsolicited dong pic. No, I would truly like to know what I have done in life to deserve this sort of trauma and exhaustion. You want to know what you've done? You're straight. (laughs) You're straight. It really is. (sighs) It's a nightmare. I'm a healthcare girly who works her ass off every day and I'm taking care of patients. So when I'm home relaxing with a little glass of Pinot Grigio, the last thing I want is 
as I'm innocently networking is this. I swear all men really have the fucking audacity. I know that's right. I know that's right. That's one thing we can guarantee. This one says Secret Keepers Club is an organized religion for the girlies for sure. Hey, sports car, LOL. Stop. I love that because I am sporty. Hey, sports car, LOL, and the girlies, OG listener and girly. I wrote in previously about finding dirty panties and half naked pictures in my my fiance's stuff and also about him telling me not to send him naked pictures during business hours. (laughs) Anyway, this email is not even about my man. It's in response to today's episode where a girl... Uh, the girl whose email was quote unquote, make these guys cry. I'm living my best life. Um, that started with me taking a lot of advice from this podcast and remembering to be as confident and truthful as possible coming from my girl, Carly and all the girlies combined. Oh, thank you so much. This podcast is great for a mental health perspective. Anyway, almost two years later, um, two years back before I was with my now fiance, I was living my best secret keeper lifestyle complete with dating three men at once and learning what (laughs) it looks like to know my worth. In the midst of all this, I met and reconnected with a man that I'm now engaged to who is goddamn amazing, supportive, loving, and everything I did not know was possible in this gaslit world we live in. Oh, we love a success story. He was one of the three men. One of the other guys I was seeing, let's call him Frank, was almost seven feet tall. Okay, he's a freak. Sorry. (laughs) seven feet tall as a freak. And I'm sorry, (laughs) just be a tree. Anywho, seven feet tall is like, uh, he, okay. I'm not going to say anything else. Cause I'm sure there's somebody that's like seven foot one. That's like going to email me going like, you know, I'm seven feet tall and you hurt my feelings. I'm not saying that you're ugly. I'm not saying that you're unattractive. I think it's cool. Okay. I think it's hot. Anywho, seven feet tall, really sweet, treated me very nicely and was extremely good at sex. Not to mention he liked to do stand up for fun and he would always have me cracking up. How did I end up not marrying this man, you ask? Well, um, amongst a few other super minor details, the biggie was that he made it clear that we were casual, close friends who were just having a great time together and playing couple, not being a couple. I was fine with this following the this big sweetie's lead. We went on great dates. And yes, I met his parents a few months into seeing this man. I said yes to the date with this super fine dude. Let's say his name is Joe with a great job who I convinced myself was out of my league. Spoiler, I'm now engaged to him. Just like the other girls, things were very serious with Joe immediately. Within two weeks, I knew he was different. Context, at this point in my life, I was 32. I have a 10-year-old kid, and I've seen it all from drug addict boyfriends to stalkers to mentally abusive narcissists to guys who just want to <laughs> to guys who just want to go down on you and give you money. See, see, that's one I've never encountered. I promised myself to be open to anything and see where it goes as long as I was getting everything I wanted respectfully. Joe wanted me to be his girlfriend as soon as possible. He knew about Frank and that I was breaking things off with him first to pursue this thing between us. Well, when I broke it off with freaking Frank, he cried. Of course he did. He just spilled his guts and all these emotions and told me he was about to ask me to be his girlfriend that weekend because he loved me. What? We're in love with Frank. We're in love now, Frank. Not me, the one you introduced to everyone as your good friend right before we bang in the meds bathroom at a damn craft fair. Not at a craft fair. What was it about the craft fair that got you so hot and heavy? 
she says, couldn't be me and the girlies. It couldn't be us. Thanks to this potty. If I hadn't known uh, how this shit goes down, I would have thought Frank was as good as it gets for me, possibly would have settled for the quote unquote good and would have never felt found my incredible. My man now, Joe, is so loving, supportive, funny, sensitive and super proud to call me his wife. Stop. I want to cry. Girly, Carly knows what she's talking about. See, if you focus all of your attention on one shitty clown, you'll never know that you're a queen and now a jester. These guys are so lucky to have our attention. If he wants to see you, he will. If he's really into you, you'll know. If he can't lift you up, he'll hold you down. If you can treat yourself better and be better by yourself, then do that. You can have everything you need and desire. Thank you so much for the consistent honesty, care, and entertainment. Kiss you right on the lips. I sent a picture of me and Frank and me and Joe. <gasps> Let me see. Okay, which one's which? Which one's which? Okay. Cute. Oh my God, girl, you're so cute. <gasps> No, because she's gorgeous and stunning. I love this. I love this. You guys are really cute together and you look so happy with him. You look happy in both pictures, but there's like a different type of energy with the, um, with Joe. See, she's right. Everyone should listen to me. That's what I always say. That's what I always say. That's what I keep trying to tell everyone. Okay, this one says, hi, Carly and the furry feline fellas. Say that 10 times fast. The title of this one is somewhere between a mistress and a commitment. First off, have loved you since girl code and the red hair days. So my situation is a long story, so bear with me. But I feel like I haven't heard about people writing into you before with a mistress situation. So I'll be that gal. I met the man I'm dating probably close to seven years ago now at our old job. He is my manager and he was married. Never did I think anything would happen, but he so quickly turned into my best friend. And of course, one thing led to another. We did not have sex at first when things got physical and never even kissed. In parentheses, it's giving pretty woman. But to put it simply, we fell in love. I was so hesitant. He said it first. We fought all the time. And it was one of the toughest things in the world to be caught in this situation, especially coming from parents where cheating occurred and seeing what did uh, what this did to my mom. I was being that woman. Let's skip ahead. His wife found out about me, harassed me completely. They got divorced about three years ago now. We're still dating. Did I mention that he has a son with her? He's five years old, and this happened during the tenure of our relationship. Ugh. It is now to the point where I still don't have a relationship with his son. He's afraid to lose me since I voiced that I can't keep up with the charade of being in a relationship forever. And literally the whole extent of our relationship has been me waiting for him to do things. I have done a lot of EMDR therapy. Girlies, if you haven't considered it, look into it. And it's helped me a ton to tell me that none of this was my fault, but what do I do? I know it sounds like I've made up my mind that this man is my very best friend. Um, and recently started therapy to address some internal guilt. Uh, he recently started therapy to address some internal guilt about everything that he's having. It doesn't feel fair to me to not give him time to heal since he has been through a lot of my healing. And I truly think things can finally move forward with this. I'm so terrified of his ex-wife, but I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Who knows? I'll attach a picture of us. Thank you for the help and the love and the sense of self you give the girlies day in and day out. Kiss right on lips. Oh, thank you so much. So, okay. I don't know if you're going to like my answer to this, 
but I have to be real with you because it's like, this is what I would say to my friend. This is what I would say to my best friend. And this is what I would want my best friend to say to me if I was in this situation. It's so funny because with this podcast, sometimes I'll be in um, a spot in like a tight spot with something and I don't know what to do. And I don't know if I should pull the trigger on something or um, having relationship problems, whatever. And my best friend will go, what would you tell yourself if you got an email about this situation to your podcast? Give yourself the advice that you would give somebody that wrote in. And it really is just such a nice way to like open up my perspective. So I do that with you guys too. I'm like, what would I tell my bestie that wrote in about this? Um, I'm going to say it. I think the guy who was sleeping with you when he had a pregnant wife at home and when he had an infant at home with his wife uh, isn't your person. Because I think if someone has it in them to do that, it really like, and how do I say this without sounding like a fucking asshole? But if he, he has it in him to do that, and if it, if he's capable of doing something like that, if it wasn't with you, it would have been with someone else. Because even though you guys love each other and this turned into something that was more serious and it wasn't just uh, physical, it still is like he was looking for it. And situations like this, no matter who, no matter who's in them, I'm like, it's the person that cheated fault. It's his fault. So I would spare him this like he's he's uh, going through an emotional time because it's like, kiss my fucking ass. You know. And I think the whole situation is just messy because you're saying like. He has a kid, you don't have a relationship with the with the son. And I'm going to be honest with you, if it were me. And my husband and I found out my husband had a mistress. Right. And I had a kid. And think about this for yourself, too. And I just had a kid with him. Um, I would raise hell and I wouldn't want I would do, you know, not even to be spiteful. I would just maybe to be spiteful. I would raise hell. The only thing I would give him, the only favor I would ever do him, the only thing I would ever give him for the rest of my life is a headache. No, sorry, you can't have the kids. No, sorry. So, you know, I have to feel empathy for his wife as well. And I feel empathy for you because I think that people like this prey on people who uh, are are naive, Not, not naive, not naive. That's not the right word. I think that he manipulated you, you know, so I can't even, you know, I, I feel for you because I'm sure that you really love him. Um, but sometimes we love the wrong people and it's just that simple, you know, and it sucks and I've done it and it fucking sucks and you're devastated, you know, when you're, when you fell in love with the, the, a person that's not for you, he's not for you. And you need to open yourself up to other things. And if I were you, I would say that to him, I'm dating people. I, I have to start dating people because I don't know what the future looks like with him for you. 
you know, you're not, he's not saying I want to get married. I want to do this and blah, blah, blah. He's kind of just stringing you along. And it's like, again, let's just like ask ourselves a question. Is that what we deserve? No, we deserve somebody that's like kisses the ground we walk on. So you, I would be more focused on trying to find something like that, you know? And I didn't mean to call you naive. I'm, I'm saying like, you're probably a very understanding person. And he probably thought this girl is so sweet. I'm going to manipulate her so that I could get what I want. Cause that's really what this is. So I, I think you gotta, you gotta tell him to kick rocks. You gotta be done with it. I'm sorry, but that's what I would say. All, all of this is what I would say to my bestie. And if I was in this situation, I would need my best friend to, to like genuinely sit me down and say that to me. Cause you got to hear it. Okay. This one says, sorry, sorry. I keep hitting my vape. You guys are making me nervous. Hi, Carly and the kitties. I have written it. Okay. So this one says finally done with losers. Hi, Carly and the kitties. I've written in on multiple occasions to talk about all the bozos in my life. I wanted to say that I finally found a cutie boyfriend. Oh, let me see. Um, who loves me so much. He treats me like a queen and it is so refreshing. I listened to your advice until I was certain that he was going to be my boyfriend. Thank you. See, again, we're circling back to that. Everybody needs to listen to me. <laughs> to the lady searching, you'll find someone soon enough. And it really is amazing. Would you? And then she gives a would you rather. And let me see the picture you sent. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, oh, you guys are so cute together. It's them at a concert. Oh, at an EDM festival. Oh, it's so cute together. Oh, I love to see a girl boss winning. Oh, and then pictures of the dogs. Stop. Your dogs look so cute. <gasps> Is that a pit bull? Oh, I love a pit bull. <laughs> One of my friends is bald and he FaceTimes me all the time. And I go, oh, hi, pit bull. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fun. It's a good, it's good, clean fun. I go, I answer the phone. I go, Mrs. 305. He's like, literally, I'm going to stop calling you. I'm like, you're obsessed with me and you'll never do that. <laughs> Anywho, you guys, this, uh, let's do the, would you rather the, would you rather is hold on. Hold on. Would you rather have to perform surgery or land a plane? Jesus. Am I, am I in the cockpit with anybody else? No, you know what? I feel like I would rather perform surgery. I would love to perform surgery depending on the surgery, but like, girl, please. You, you, you know how excited I get if I get like a splinter or like an ingrown hair or something, I'm like scalpel. I give myself surgery all the time. So I would like to perform surgery. And then the fuck, Mary kill that the girl sent in before that was like guys that she would hook up with, even though they uh, had no sheets. Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Reynolds, Alexander Skarsgård. Jesus Christ. Let me refresh on Alexander Skarsgård. I know he was it, right? Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. He's hot. Hold on. Why does it say that? Why is my why is my computer not working? This guy's so hot it broke my computer. Please. 
Alexander Skarsgård. Hold on. He is hot. Oh, and the, I'm thinking of Bill Skarsgård, who who was the who was it, right? Okay, so he was in The Legend of Tarzan. He was in True Blood. Love True Blood. Succession. Oh, yes, he was in Succession. The um, he's the guy that they made the business deal with that was going back and forth with Shiv. Okay, I'm gonna kill him, unfortunately. And even though I love him, I can't. I'm not killing Ryan Reynolds. And I'm not killing Michael B. Jordan. So it's like, sorry, Alex. Sorry, Ali, baby. Ali, baba. You're out, honey. Okay, I love you. I love your family. I think you're great, but you got to go. So I'm obviously, okay, I'm marrying Ryan Reynolds. Because Ryan Reynolds seems like the perfect husband. And I'm fucking Michael B. Jordan, of course, please. Please. Imagine not doing that. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Anywho, you guys, I love you. You can send in questions at secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. We're keeping the vibes up. We're wearing halter tops. Okay, just as a refresh. The girlies are out here. We're wearing halter tops. We're doing skincare. Okay. And I love you so much. Kiss your right on the lips. See you next week. Bye.